Coming up today, we have uh, Who is the BSD Demon? and an interview with the author of Webmin, Jamie Cameron. So let's get right to it. Who is the BSD Demon? For those of you who have looked at various pieces of artwork related to the BSD system, quite often you'll see a demon or some type of person with horns on their head. Basically, this BSD demon has been a mascot for the BSDs for a long time, since the early days of BSD. It was printed on the covers of the old manual pages. A demon, in this case it's spelled D-A-E-M-O-N, is actually a variant of demon, D-E-M-O-N. And in computer terms, a demon is a process that runs in the background, attending to various tasks without human intervention, according to the definitions. Some call this mascot Beastie, or Chuck, but it's actually just called the BSD demon. And there's no satanic connection between this BSD demon and the traditional demons you see in horror movies. In ancient Greek, the demons were similar to guardian angels. They were just creatures that served. So there, there's no satanic connection there. The earliest popular images of the demon that you see today were based on images created by John Lasseter. And currently the copyright of the BSD demon is held by Marshall Kirk McCusick. And that copyright is held in order to make sure that the BSD demon is only used to represent BSD software and related services. All right. The next part of this podcast is my first interview. And you have to forgive me, the audio is not quite as nice as I would have liked it to be. But uh, you, you do what you can when you start out. It's a little difficult to change things up once the interview gets going. The interview is with the author of Web Webman, Jamie Cameron from Australia. And uh, Webmin is a web-based interface system for Unix administration. Runs on just about everything. It's written in Perl, tries not to use any strange Perl modules. And related to this podcast, it's BSD licensed. During the podcast, I do mention Jamie's book, and it's called Managing Linux Systems with Webmin and it's published by Prentice Hall. Even though it does say managing Linux systems with Webmin, throughout the book, this is a very large book, many hundreds of pages, well worth the money, it does include highlights that show where the different operating systems differ slightly. So they, even though it does focus on Linux, it does try to cover how things work with other operating systems. So let me go ahead and try and get right to this interview here. Let's see if I can get this to work. Um, all right, so forgive me. 
I do this all live. <laughs> I try not to do too much editing in the background. So, all right. So here's the interview with Jamie Cameron. Okay. Well, I'm speaking with Jamie Cameron, and you are the author of the Webmin system, correct? That's correct. Yes. And uh, I guess I'll start with asking you a couple basic questions, such as how you got started writing Webmin. Well, um, it originally started as just a very simple program to manage DNS records. Back a long time back when I was working as a system administrator, I'd be spending a lot of time making DNS changes for people, which is really quite a simple thing, but um, it's not something you want to trust just anyone to do because it involves editing the configuration files of the DNS server, and a mistake can really mess things up. So I created a simple web interface for um, people to make changes um, in a way that only allowed them to, to change what they needed to change and to do it without any risk of the uh, DNS server configuration files being ruined. And then from that I realized, well, this is just one thing you can manage on the Unix system. Perhaps it can be extended to other things. So I started adding other features like modules for managing users and groups and Samba and Apache and uh, DNS, um, I've already mentioned that one, <laughs> and uh, NFS exports and, um, and so forth. And it just uh, grew from there, really. And from what I see on the website, it looks like Caldera had a hand in this. Yes, they did um, sponsor the project for a while, uh, for about a year back in uh, 2000. That's great that they were able to give you that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there have been a few companies that have helped out with sponsorship throughout the years. Caldera, uh, MSC Software, and uh, currently Open Country is sponsoring it. But all along, it's remained as a free software, um, not being taken over by any particular company. Sure. And it looks as though Webmin is supported on a whole bunch of operating systems. It's pretty amazing how many. Yeah, well, that's been one of the key aims from the start, is to support as many operating systems as possible, um, or as many Unix-like operating systems as possible, at least, um, which is really quite a challenge, because there's a lot of difference between them. And even though the, the fundamentals of, say, Linux and FreeBSD and Solaris are all basically the same, they have the basic concept of users and groups and files and so forth, the actual method used for configuring various services like NFS and cronjobs on those operating systems differs quite a lot. Um, and furthermore, even common programs like Apache are installed in different locations on different operating systems and even in different locations on different uh, distributions of Linux. And uh, Webmin has to know where all those programs are installed and what versions are installed. So there is a fair bit of work involved in supporting all these operating systems. Do you find that the different operating systems seem to be diverging even further? Well, I haven't seen any more real divergence or convergence. For that matter, it seems to be remaining about the same. What I have seen, though, is an explosion in the number of Linux distributions. And unfortunately, every one of them has felt the need to do its own method of um, packaging software, its own installation locations for configuration files. And because Webmin is very sensitive to that, um, 
you can't necessarily just install it on a Linux distribution that it hasn't really been tested on and properly ported to. What are your most supported or best supported operating systems? Well, the best supported would be uh, Red Hat and Fedora Linux, Debian, Solaris, um, FreeBSD. Those are the best supported ones, mainly because those are the ones I run myself most commonly. That's one question people always like to know is, you know, what, what is your preferred operating system, both for servers and desktop? Well, hmm. uh, I'm, I'm quite, quite partial to Debian these days, actually, mainly because of its very impressive package management system. The whole apt system really does a good job of making it painless to install software. Um, then again, you know, Red Hat Fedora is good as well because um, it has a lot of support from um, um, third-party software vendors. So yeah, I, I, I quite, I quite, quite like Debian, um, at least from point of, from a system administrator's point of view. Now, when you developed Webmin, you released it under the BSD license, and I was curious as to yes. why you chose that license over some of the other open source licenses, and whether that license has been beneficial or even perhaps harmful to the project. Well, I prefer it over the GPL because it gives um, other people more freedom to uh, to use uh, Webmin and to adapt it for uh, commercial products and um, well, for any, pretty much any use they want, really. Um, I mean, the GPL is good, but it does place restrictions on other um, users to share the source, which is not always what people want to do if they're creating um, commercial applications or, or appliances that are um, based on Webmin. So yeah, I, I prefer the BSD license simply because it's, um, in my opinion, more free. One thing I also noticed on your website was your book, which oh, yes. is an amazingly extensive book, hundreds and hundreds of pages on Webmin. Mm. Is that book available? It, it is available for download. Is it also available for purchase if people want to support the author? Oh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's available from, on Amazon.com and in bookstores. Um, so yeah, I, if you want to support the author, you can go out and buy the book. And it's good. It explains a lot of the... Um, it explains how to use Webmin, really. Um, it's not all intuitively obvious just from looking at it. And so the book does give an introduction to the basic concepts and, and uh, applications that Webmin configures. So it's particularly useful if you're a novice system administrator. How well has the book kept up with the new features of Webmin? Have there been a lot of changes to Webmin since its publication? Well, the book was released, um, uh, was written for Webmin version 1.0, um, which is quite a while back now. Uh, and there have been um, a fair few changes since then. But most of the changes have been additions rather than um, changes to existing functionality. So you won't see anything in the book that um, that doesn't work anymore. But you may see features in Webmin that aren't in the book currently, possibly entirely new modules or additional options um, in screens that are covered in the book. Any plan of upcoming features for the next release for Webmin that we might be interested in? 
Oh, well, I'm working on modules for things like uh, an open LDAP server, which is currently not, not really supported. And um, there's a new version of the syslog server called syslog ng that is uh, that has been released and is used by SUSE Linux. So I need to create a web module to manage that as well. Plus there's a huge number of minor features and bug fixes that are continually being put in in response to user suggestions. Great. Are there any other projects that you work on besides Webmin in your spare time, if you have any? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, not, not really. No, I mean, that's pretty much my uh, Webmin and Webmin-related things are pretty much my primary projects. Um, one of the more notable Webmin-related things I'm working on is called Virtual Min which is a webmin module for virtual hosting. Um, it's a competitor to things like cPanel and Plesk, uh, which make it easy to set up a single machine to host multiple virtual websites, mail domains, DNS domains, FTP, and so forth. And will that also be released under the BSD license? Uh, yeah, well, it's got two versions, actually. One of them is um, one of them is G GPL licensed, and one of them, an enhanced version, is a commercial product. Okay. Well, great. Uh, I want to thank you for taking some time to talk to us about Webmin, and uh, just wish you luck on the project. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that's BSD Talk number, what are we at, nine. We'll see you next time.